Hey folks, Gerald Kirk here, and I'm excited to share that this season of the Higher Ground Society podcast is supported in part by the Alabama Humanities Alliance, a state affiliate of the National Endowment of the Humanities. Any views, findings, conclusions, or recommendations expressed in this podcast episode do not necessarily represent those of Alabama Humanities Alliance or the National Endowment for the Humanities. Now, let's get to the show. back for yet another episode of the higher ground society podcast it is the second episode of our third season cannot believe that we've been going this long but in a lot of ways this episode starts um the beginning of a series that kind of launched the entire podcast series because we'll start having conversations with our patchwork symphony artists and uh for those of you who are unfamiliar with patchwork symphony that is the flagship project for Higher Ground Society, in which we are, as an organization, endeavoring to uh, provide up-and-coming artists from Alabama an opportunity to record their original music. And uh, it's been a huge work in progress. It's been going on since 2018. And uh, we had our first recording session for that project in November of 2019. And I am stoked to have those artists who were part of that very first session with me today. It is the Mutineers of Alabama. Say hello, folks. Hello. Hey, everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is also probably the this is the first podcast episode where we've had this many people on the line. We have five members of the group uh, here with us, and this is going to be very interesting to see how it goes. So, um, but these are some cool guys, and I can't wait for you guys to get to know them. Um, and so, let's just start there. Like, let's just take you guys take a moment to introduce yourselves, each of you, um, and you can go however you want. Okay, I'll start. I'm the oldest in the band, so it's good to start. <laughs> Hi, I'm Avik. Uh, so we started this band back in 2017, November. Uh, at that time, me and Chayok were doing our postdoctoral studies in University of Alabama, Birmingham, while Ujan, Shomok, and Devdeep were in Auburn University. We found each other in one of the Indian social gatherings, and uh, we found similar tastes in music, and we started jamming. We used to come to Auburn. Sometimes they used to come to Birmingham and we used to go this thing. And because we always had a geographical barrier between us, like we were all never in the same city. So we thought like, let's fight against this geographical barrier, fight against this distance and revolt and call ourselves mutineers. Nice. The name was already taken, our bad luck. We were a little late. So we thought that we are from Alabama and we love this state and we are studying here we are having good time so we named it mutineers of alabama uh, currently uh, i am residing in uh, chicagoland uh, i work uh, as an application scientist for a biotech company we are trying to help scientists uh, solve the problems of immunotherapy and helping cancer research but still music is my first and foremost passion i play bass in mutineers of alabama so this is my story, and I'll pass it on to Shayok, who is sitting next to me. Very nice. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Shayok. Uh, 
and I uh, moved to Alabama in uh, 2017 from Indianapolis. And um, um, yeah, I was definitely looking for uh, people to jam with and really uh, other than doing my day-to-day research work at the University of Alabama at Birmingham, you know, I needed something else uh, to really, uh, you know, <laughs> like something to live for other than work. So, um, yeah, so I was, I'm really glad that I found a people with like common taste of like doing music together. Everything Avik said about that revolting against the distance that separated us. Um, and I really enjoyed our time um, jamming. We still are collaborating and creating new music. Um, I currently also live in Chicago area. Uh, I'm a field application scientist for another company that works with scientific uh, doctors and uh, scientific researchers and trying to solve uh, different diseases and uh, patient issues. Um, yeah, so really happy to be here talking about our songs and our band today. Very nice. And what is your role in the band? Yeah, I'm... Um, vocalist uh play the guitar and also now that we we continuously keep collaborating um my job is to gather each of our like tracks mix them together and try to give them a he's the he's the music producer to of our band very nice cool cool awesome all right definitely you next to mark hollywood square so go ahead and and give us a about you Hi everyone. Uh, my name is David. Uh, so I currently reside in Vancouver, uh, like much further away from all my other bandmates. But uh, my journey began in Alabama in 2017 uh, in August. Uh, so I moved there for grad school at Auburn University, and then I met these lovely guys over the next few months. And uh, yeah, and beyond that, we had uh, we have been having like a few great years jamming in Alabama doing live gigs and of course uh, we had that wonderful experience of recording our track at uh, Pat- uh, for Patchwork Symphony at uh, Opelika um, uh, yeah. uh, so it's been a great journey Soundwall, thank you Ovik uh, for that, just slipped my mind for a second there but yeah we had a great experience uh, together and uh, yeah and uh, we are really happy and I'm really happy to be here today talking about our song and our, our upcoming projects and yeah and uh, yeah I uh, don't think I mentioned this I'm I play guitar uh, in the band and yeah sing once in a while but yeah not so much <laughs> mostly guitar yeah I would say awesome thank you Ujan. Hi, my name is Ujan, and um, I'm from Kolkata. We all are from that city, and we all somehow ended up in Alabama. And uh, I went to grad school in Auburn University. I joined there in 2015, January. And uh, somehow we had a scene going on in Auburn at that point with Cultural Music Society and the others, and we... Uh, I got to know Shomok was my roommate for a while and we started playing together. You know, I, I was always uh, keen on doing group music. And then uh, they were playing in Birmingham and we met in one of our evenings, musical evenings in Birmingham. And we instantly connected and then on 
we just went on from there. It was no looking back. Um, really glad that this happened because, uh, I mean, there are other groups that I've played with and, you know, heard, but uh, to be a part of a band that does original music is really, really, I appreciate that. To be able to do original music uh, by ourselves, write the music, compose it, record it. So, and of course, uh, the sound wall experience was great. I should, we should thank you for that. It was a really great experience. And I play flute in the band. And uh, something that Ovikta did not mention was uh, he writes songs and he also, we all compose songs, but uh, we all write songs. So uh, that's another thing that you know, we do actually. Uh, Very awesome. Nice. Well, I just want to say before Shomok starts, uh, Udon said he plays flute, but Udon specifically plays flutes. He has like a bag of flutes that he carries around with him. How many flutes yeah, do you play? I, uh, the Indian bamboo flutes are different from the Western steel instrument because each flute has its own scale. So if you have to, you know, go along with, play along with different songs, which are in different keys, you have to change flutes. So that's why I have what, about 12 to 15 flutes right now that sounds about right yep <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy but again it goes to show you the mastery that these folks have and their, their musical abilities so thank you so much for elaborating on that uh last but not least shomak hey uh i'm shomak here um i um am the partitionist in the band the mutineers of alabama um and I'm currently an assistant professor at Florida Polytechnic. Um, I'm colleagues of Udan. Uh, and then um, I came to Alabama for my grad school, for my PhD. Um, and then I got connected with a really good group of musicians. And uh, Gerald, you were a part of this. and. Uh, um, the, I, I started uh, looking for people and then Ujan came a semester later and then we had our own little Bengali group of musicians trying to do some side projects with uh, with Bengali music and then got connected with Obhikda and Shayogda uh, when we went for uh, Durga Puja in Birmingham. And then Devdeep came and that's how it we all got connected. And... Um, then we yeah we formed the mutineers we i i feel like personally i don't define quite define our music we kind of do all kinds of fusion stuff we try to put uh music that from our culture with western style of music but uh we definitely predominantly keep bengali as our language but um um we we do all kinds of stuff uh we try to and I think you did a great job of that. Um, so, so many stories, just in this, these introductions that have come up. Um, and I'm, as you guys are talking, I mm -hmm. was like trying to keep track of how you all arrived in Alabama. And so far, mm -hmm. um, I think Ovik and Shayok, you guys, when did you guys come to Alabama? 2017. 2017, both of you. So, Shomok is the earliest in Alabama at 20. Yeah. I came in 2014. Yeah. And you were studying math, yeah? 
Yes, and then I think I'm the one that also stayed the longest in Alabama. That's right, because you just left. <laughs> yeah, don't blame Did me. Did you leave? That. <laughs> that's a good point. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, right. Um, so, Shoyak, you were studying, you came to Auburn specifically to study math. What, like, of all the schools in the massive country of the United States, how did you end up at Auburn? I'm always curious about how people end up at Auburn or in Alabama, of all, of all places. I think that was for Shomok. I was going to want everybody to answer this. So we'll start with Shomok, since you were the last one. You were the earliest one um, to get there. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I mean, the technical... A story is that um, I applied to mostly colleges in the South. Um, I didn't have a particular reason for that. Alabama, I applied. Um, well, okay, okay. So uh, I <laughs> applied to uh, to in Florida, in Alabama, and in in um, in Texas, mostly in the South because those were the colleges that I found were uh, suitable for the kind of work I wanted to do. But also like there were music about Alabama. So we were familiar with the state of Alabama. I was uh, from different kinds of music. I don't know why people in my part of the country in India sang about Alabama because probably because of country music and the, I don't know, the, the, I don't know, there is something poetic about Alabama, I guess. Um, but um, so, yeah, so when I when I got uh, when I got offers from different schools, Auburn was the highest ranking. And then uh, I, I uh, the best school out of all the ones I got offered from. And then uh, the applied math depart department was really good. But when I was applying for it, I already knew the name of Auburn from a really good movie i watched one of my favorite movies tim burton's big fish oh my and god it had a plot in auburn it's random it wasn't shot in auburn though it was shot in some college in georgia but uh that's how i knew the name of auburn i mean it's not a name people know in uh in india i knew it from that from that movie yeah it's so funny because it's so because it's funny you mentioned it. That was actually filmed. The Auburn campus in Big Fish was actually filmed in Montgomery on the campus of Huntingdon, Montgomery, which is so okay. funny okay. because the previous yeah. guest on the show, she actually was a professor there of, of English. And I meant to talk to her about that, but it came up in this oh. episode. So that's great. I love that. Connections all over the place. So, <laughs> so yeah. Shomok was in, was in, captured by the romance and poetic of uh, poetic poet poetry of alabama so there's that yeah <laughs> how about you john yeah. the thing yeah. is it's not any accident that we ended up in alabama i don't know i i think it was some sort of a connection that we all had all of us love listening to this indian uh singer songwriter called ronjan dotto and uh in in his in one of his songs he says um whatever uh, the road takes uh, no, no, not that one, not that one, uh, not Oh Susanna. I was talking about the window song. So he he sings a song about his window where he says that uh, music has no boundaries, uh, you know, and you know I don't I'm not one for nationalism or anything. I I just go everywhere and I'm just curious if what everybody sees through their window, you know. 
And it's very possible that right now at this moment, somebody is sitting beside their window in Alabama and singing a Bengali song. And that always fascinated, you know. So, and we did that at some point, right? So, uh, interestingly enough, while I was choosing colleges to apply, I knew that I wouldn't get into any, you know, the higher ranked colleges, like the very high ranked colleges, of course, they were, I was not that good at all. So, uh, surprisingly enough, I chose my colleges from all the city, all the states that appeared in John Denver songs, like <laughs> Colorado, Montana, and Alabama, and uh, songs like that, you know. Um, so that was that. And um, somehow the Auburn connection turned out to be good because there was a professor here who was working in the exact field where I was working in. And we talked and it, uh, there was a connection and uh, he offered me a position here and I accepted. Right. And uh, I already knew some people who were in Alabama before. So I thought maybe... Uh, it wouldn't be such a bad idea to be in Alabama. And of course, I've heard the name, you know, unlike many other states like Arkansas or something, which I've <laughs> never <laughs> heard before. But so that's that's somehow I ended up in Alabama. Yeah. Gotcha. And so Devdeep. Uh... Yeah, everyone hears about New York, Chicago and San Francisco. I, I knew I wouldn't get in any colleges in uh, New York, San Francisco, Chicago. And they were expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So yeah, uh, yeah. Dave, I think you were the last to arrive in Alabama, yeah? I was, yeah. Uh, so I believe I was last, yeah. I believe uh, Avita and Chag arrived before me. So yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, if you if I look into the technical aspect, I guess, yeah, I applied to a lot of different colleges, but it seemed like uh, based on the work that I was trying to do, it seemed like uh, Auburn University would be a good fit. So Primarily, I guess that was the reason why I moved to Alabama. And other than that, as Shomak pointed out, I think there was something poetic about Alabama. Um, so, yeah, I guess we were all meant to meet at Alabama, meet all the beautiful, uh, lovely music musicians I met in Alabama. It was a great experience there. So, yeah, I think that was uh, meant to happen, I guess. Uh, and other than that, uh, Ujan pointed out something very interesting about uh, Anjan Dutta, who's uh, like a very popular Bengali singer. Um, and yeah, he has sung songs about Alabama. So I think he has two songs that uh, where he refers. Yeah, uh, yeah. he keeps Alabama, coming right? back to Alabama. I don't know why Ex he, has, he does yeah. that. And yeah, and he's one of the singers that we, all of us, I guess, uh, uh, yeah. like very we used to. Him. Yeah, we grew up listening to him a lot. So that was there. The other, so this is something I'm, I'm just thinking. I don't know this. Has Anato ever been to Alabama? Yes, no. I think he has. <laughs> no, maybe he has. Just sing for sure. Probably has. has. But he probably has. Uh, but no. Even if he hasn't, he listen to a lot of singers from Alabama and a lot of songs from Alabama. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. For yeah, sure. Um, because he is sure, like, influenced by American music, for sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. And country. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, apart from that, I think uh, when I started listening to... Uh, a little bit more about the classic rock bands. Uh, like many years back, I would say about 10 years back, I came across Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner. So yeah, yeah so Alabama was good. a name that uh, resonated within all of us in some form, I guess, even back when we were in India. So I guess gotcha. yeah, that, that's what brought us here, I would say. Yeah. 
That's brilliant. And so the three of you landed in in Auburn, but Shayok and Ovik landed in Birmingham. So let's talk about how you guys got to Birmingham. Yeah, so mine was slightly different. So I, I mean, the reason for moving to Alabama, I grew up in Kolkata, then I moved to Florida, um, then I moved to Indianapolis. And um, really, I was tired of living in places that are basically flat. Um, so when my research supervisor said he's moving to Birmingham, Alabama, and I was like, hmm, and then he showed me a picture of the place. And I went on Google and I looked it up and like, yeah, did, that's did, did he show you that vestibule, the homewood? Yeah, so, so, so I found myself a place to live um, right in the hills, right by 280, Highway 280. And uh, it was, but the apartment was on the hills and, you know, it was, it was fantastic. And, you know, it was uh, a great place to live for me and that's what i had it was everything that and i that i had anticipated uh moving to alabama nice. so i loved i loved the uh, play place the only thing i had some issues with was you know going to work on on highway 280 every morning <laughs> <laughs> sure rush hour but other than that it was it was really um i mean i i, I could probably say it was my sweet home alabama for for the longest time nice. yeah definitely definitely i'd say that oh yeah for sure. And I came to the neighboring state of Alabama for my grad school to Tennessee. Okay. So from there, then when I was looking for my postdoctoral studies, I had a few friends in Birmingham. So they kind of uh, gave me a opportunity to come there and work with them. So that brought me there. And I'm glad I came there. I met all these excellent gentlemen. Yeah, Ovik is a recruiter, basically. He, he does that recruiting. That's another job that he has, that he does for the band. He recruited, literally recruited all of us. He just, you know, uh, grabbed me in one of the programs and said, "Hey, do you 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 play flute? Why don't you come play for us?" And I said, "Sure, yeah, why not?" And he did the same for uh, Shahab, all of I, guess. Us, I guess. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of us, I guess. yeah. So that's, that's awesome. So it sounds like no, you legitimately are the Paul McCartney of the mutineers of Alabama. Ovik, it sounds like. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm getting out of this conversation. Um, Basic songwriter and recruiter. Yes, definitely. That sounds about right. That's that tracks, right? <laughs> I won't be able to sleep tonight. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's also just want to clarify too for the listeners. Um the location, they all said that they're from Kolkata, which is um I think a fairly, at least for us Westerners, a recent development because you guys went back, well, the country went back to the traditional name of what is actually Calcutta. Like, historically, that's what we know as in the West. So Calcutta and Kolkata are the same thing for the listeners who aren't familiar with that. Just wanted to make that distinction because I didn't know about it until I hung out with you guys. So thank you for educating educating me in that regard. so we talked a little bit about how you guys came uh, connected to the state. Let's start getting into the experience of the Patchwork Symphony recording session in and of itself, right? So um, who wants to tell the story about how you guys came to submit and and honestly, just how you learned about the program and everything? Because I'm just curious, because it's been so long ago, I have no idea. Like. You guys got involved. I think so, it should be Ujana or Shomo, one of them. Take the question. Yeah, so basically, uh, we have a friend called Sam in sure. uh, Auburn, and uh, you know Sam, so of course. Yeah. 
Sam got to know it from you, I guess. And we play a lot of music with Sam at various points. And he told us about this opportunity that, uh, you know, you are going to, you know, make an album with different submissions, original songs made in Alabama. And uh, so we had this song called Duck Ticket, which uh, we wrote. And uh, it was basically uh, about... Kolkata and Alabama and we played it in Sam's wedding right and then Sam said that why don't you submit this song because it's an original it was made in Alabama it has at least the word Alabama in it so why that should be a good thing so I told the others I told Obikta and Shagda and all the others that you know maybe we should do that and we made a scratch recording of the song and sent it to you yeah and it was great scratch recording in and of itself like again you guys are really good at editing and producing and recording your own stuff. I was, it was almost like, well, there's not too much that we need to do to this, but just so you guys get an idea of what it sounds like, I'm gonna play a clip of the song now, just to give you a little taste. So that's Doc Ticket. Uh, I should say too, before we call it Doc Ticket, we, we it had another name, right? What was what was the name of the song at that point? It was called She Shahur, which means that city or that town, basically. That's, it gotcha. was um, yeah. I think the the philosophy of that song was just really that that nostalgia remembering where we all grew up that's kolkata it kind of tied us together and every, every line i mean that's what's like it's oozing off that you know that longing that yeah so absolutely so um so who wrote this song which which of you wrote the song this is ujan yeah ah, so basically it was uh, we devdeep and i were jamming one day and uh, so he came up with this riff, which I really liked. And we were just kidding around that. We weren't even, you know, uh, very serious about it. We just made us just like that for uh, in an evening. We made it and we just recorded it in the phone and sent it to Ovigda. And, uh, and the first, first version of this song was really bad. By uh, by bad, I mean it was really uh, mundane. There were no elements to it, just uh, the riff, the guitar, and my awful voice. And then uh, everybody did some work on it, right? Uh, we changed the tune a little bit. There were some modifications in the lyrics as well. And uh, the bridge was introduced where uh, Shayogda did an amazing job of changing the bridge so that it kind of gives a crescendo and a drop to the last last verse. And um, I think somewhere everybody connected to that song because everybody shares that feeling because we were all away from home in a similar place. And um, I guess that's that. Yeah. Sure. So. Um, so you talked about modifications. Why? It, why did you guys end up changing the 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 name of it? 
ಹೋಗಿಂಗ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಿಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ the philosophy with from which ujan wrote the song to name it yeah, the postal stamp if we cannot reach our messages through that stamp will reach to our loved ones yeah basically all you have to do is change the numbers and the names uh, of the city where you were from and city where you are and the feeling remains the same so it's not this city or that city just the stamp That's amazing. I'm so glad that I I remember to ask that cuz I I I think that we you changed we changed the song after you had recorded it and it was so funny because we were like doing meetings or whatever trying to like make sure we we're all on board. And this was like a development and you guys were like, "Yes, yeah, so we want to change the name to Doc Ticket." I was like, "Okay. Uh why?" <laughs> I, I didn't know why cuz the 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 more well, I, both of the song, both of the terms uh both Shaysha Hor and Dr. Ticket are in the song in and of itself so it's not like it was like strange or anything I don't think I realized that until you guys explained it um but there you have it very beautiful sentiment I love that um you guys um pulled that out of that and it's it's, it's re- really deep so I could definitely appreciate that for sure um so I'm curious can, tell tell us about some of the lyrics for the song so um this song is sang in Bengali so I imagine the majority of Alabamians won't be able to completely understand what you're saying unless they're like surprisingly no Bengali. So translate a little bit of the lyrics or just the general sentiment of the the song for me if you don't mind. Yes, okay. So, basically the song takes images of Kolkata then an image of Auburn or basically Alabama and uh kind of transposes it that in the evening what we see in kolkata what what we see what we're seeing right now in alabama it's just like a contrast right like we used to i mean smoke cigarettes the brand changed but the habit remained right um in the evenings there would be like really crowded uh traffic lights in um in kolkata right but in auburn or alabama it's it's much emptier we are still standing waiting for the light to go green but uh it's not as crowded sure and uh basically things like that and how and and the chorus goes like sheshohor dak tikite in kolkata so bring me bring my city back to me because i am not being able to go there i'm stuck in a foreign place mm-hmm. uh can you bring my city back to me uh, that is the, basically we are searching for our roots and our home in the place we are right now that's that's incredible absolutely incredible i imagine you're still doing that because you guys have all dispersed from alabama since <laughs> oh yeah and, uh, since, and yeah. the guy has been cast because just yesterday i kept i felt that now i miss over When yeah. I was in Auburn, I missed, missed Kolkata. Now I'm in Lakeland, I miss Auburn because 
I, I shouldn't be elaborate on that. No, no. No, I get it. I, it happens to me literally every other week, or even if I go back to Auburn myself. I mean, you guys spent some really important times of your life there. Absolutely. Like you, you grew up a lot. Uh, you're away from home, like very, very far away from home. So I have I share that same sentiment. Um, Auburn is a very special place for me, and so it makes a lot of sense for why you would. Um, want to go back to it or, or long for it it happens to me literally all the time <laughs> like, and i just went back to auburn myself actually for the first time in several months just a few weeks ago and i can't and it's like every time i get off either of those exits where whether it's exit 51 coming up 85 north or i forget the one coming yeah, yeah. south every time i get off on those exits it's like ah home right like and all the memories start rushing back I so um yeah and then also to the style of your music let's get into that in and of itself because i think i was like the the sound of the music is very um retro which i absolutely love <laughs> um it sounds like the good old late 90s early 2000s rock where did that come from because again it's based so far based on what you've talked about so far like John Denver, I was not at all expecting that to come up in conversation. But like, so where did this like Pearl Jam-esque, you know, sound come from? Um, was it, I'm, I'm thinking it's maybe Dev Deep's uh, guitar influence? Um, yeah, so I guess uh, when it comes to the sound of most of our songs, I guess uh, all of our influences kind of, uh, I don't know, like amalgate together. So it's like an amalgamation of all of, of our different influences, which is what brings some sort of uniqueness to our sound. Like uh, Shomak and Ujan were also mentioning earlier, we do a lot of fusion. We listen to a lot of Western rock as well, classic mm -hmm. rock even uh, like you mentioned Pearl Jam, so grunge rock, alternate rock. So it's like, you know, a conglomeration of different sorts of ideas. Uh, and of course, we have our own roots uh, from Eastern music. And uh, Ujans and Shayak, they have like a background in Hindustani classical as well. I'm sure they'll elaborate on that in a bit. So I guess that's what, and uh, when it comes to the rave, I think it was just one of those uh, numerous weekend evenings in Alabama, Auburn, where Uja and I and Shomak, who were there in Alabama at that time, because we can check we were not in Alabama at that time. We used to jam uh, a lot together. And I guess that's how the riff was born. And Ujan wrote the lyrics. And of course, we made a... No, no, they were in Alabama. They were in Birmingham. Oh, yes. They were that, not in that's true. They were not in Auburn. So, yeah. And I think that's how the song was born, kind of. But it wasn't the best version at that time, for sure. Uh, yeah, we're very far away from the best version, I would say, um, we could have done at the time. So, yeah, but then everybody's inputs came in and I think the song got a better structure from there on. Yeah. Gerald, can I ask you this question? Um, do you have, do you remember where you heard that song first time? Do you have the memory of it? So the song's been around for a minute. I've heard it in various situations. I feel like you guys performed yeah. it at okay. some point in Auburn. Maybe I heard it then. Was it at one yeah. of the Christmas or like one of the museum performances? Yeah. No, it was Sam and Resika. Was at well. the wedding. Yeah, that was the first time we yeah. actually publicly sang. Yeah, we actually performed that the first time. Maybe I was just wedding. dancing in so much yeah. in the the, mo the moment. Yeah, but I think I think it. Yeah, yeah. You may not have the memory, but you. I, I think you were dancing. And this the was the wedding at the land. Maybe it's yeah, stuck. yeah, the land. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So if, if I don't remember yeah. it, I'm glad to know that it was there somewhere tucked away in the memory. It's part of the, and honestly, God, like, and, and that's yeah, honestly, yeah. that's I think why I like this music so much, this song so much, because my memories specifically of Auburn are so much attached to classic rock because I was in the marching band, right? And all the music that we played was like 70s, yeah, yeah, 80s, 90s yeah. rock for whatever reason. I guess it's like, whatever. It is yeah. just so like, it's just, it just. Yeah. blend so perfectly into that so this song is very special to me for that reason um it's just a part of that general soundtrack and so uh it's been several iterations of it and i think i mean I'm, i mean you guys have versions of it out that have been out before the release of it on patrick symphony but i think i have to say i'm a little partial to the patrick symphony version because of the some of the cool things that we were able to accomplish there at soundwall so you guys want to kind of just like walk us through that experience yeah. of like recording at soundwall and so we had to have people come in from out of town because <laughs> some of us were gone. So yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, I think just to kind of segue to that from the uh, this previous conversation, I think that's the kind of the theme of whatever we create. Like while we create original like lyrics and we even put a tune to it, I mean, Avik and uh, I think Dev Deep are very influenced by rock music, but it's not like, the, the ears or the mind is shut off from the what where we hail from the Indian music and Ujan and I have been more in the Indian trained musical training like classic music classical music training we kind of again we listen to the same kind of music that everybody else is listening to and when we when we put our when we arrange our music when we produce it all the songs we try to have that push and pull effect where we're trying to both worlds are kind of meeting together and we're trying to fuse that stuff so you know we kind of uh john and i have a tendency sometimes to go like wild in the classical and these guys will pull us back like no, 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 no. let's stay in the center so yeah we got these two uh different uh kind of ideas missing uh, mixing together and then shomak being the drummer he just is in the middle he so just he's he's the symphonic metal guy and he's always that we don't play symphonic metal <laughs> in our yeah that is true but also like like we we listen to a lot of the classic and not just american rock but also british rock like pink floyd used to i remember growing up pink floyd used to be a big part of our music experience or learning music from so i feel like we definitely have some of that influence um and then one of my favorite bands even though it, it is more of an alternative rock it it was linkin park and obik the listens to linkin park a lot it it was like to me it was like that whole fusion of uh, electronic disco music a dj with like heavy uh, or or kind of he- kind of heavy metal guitar and drums that fusion was always interesting to me and then there were a lot of projects going on in the late 90s and early 2000 where indian classical music was being fused with western uh, metal and rock so I think like that was the time when we grew up listening that kind of developed that kind of flavor um so that's exactly coming back to your question uh, on recording in sound world so uh out of all five of us I had a little bit of experience in recording in studio back in India but it was new for rest of the four there were a lot of spontaneous mm-hmm. things that happened in recording where we added things that were not even thought or prepared because we were all me and chak were coming from out of town that time they were busy with their uh, graduate work the environment in soundwall was so warm and collaborative and so inspiring mm-hmm. and i remember you just sat in the end on the piano set up a couple of microphones and you played a beautiful outro riff 
That was not planned. That was just a spontaneous thing that came about. Dave Deep came up with a brand new solo for the song that was never been played before on stage and he just delivered it. Shomok came with new feels that were never played on stage when we were doing so. There were a lot Even of the flute parts. There, you just just stuck me in a room, closed the door, and I was separated from the whole band. I was yeah. wondering what those guys were doing. I just kept playing on that loop forever, and just uh, yeah, the flute part was different from what's that there in the other. What was really different and for for like an experience for me or and I think all of us is that we have been doing music, we have been collaborating in you know, a long distance, like sending each other tracks, sharing over, you know, on, on the cloud, and then I, I download, mix them, arrange them together, kind of put them all together. But this was a chance for all of us to work on something. We were just given a day, just get in there and and produce it. And so we saw like the, the teamwork that we had, like we were like, like let's get this going and and you know we sat there it was just an out of the world experience for me yeah playing the other thing yeah and i want to add like our sound engineer awesome. was yeah. exceptional yes. like, sure, he yeah. was like oh just do your thing I'll, yeah, I'll sure. that was the yeah. other thing because whenever we try to record one of our songs even when we are together we have to spend some at least a major portion of our thought process into how the recording is going how where the mic should be placed and you know to start the recording and the recording and but in the studio we totally just gave up on the technical side it was all the sound engineer's job and we just did music and that was great we didn't have yeah. to think about that the what i personally thought with what happened was a bit nerve-wracking for me the first time we actually played it to a metronome like wait the sound engineer turns on the metronome and we we're trying to play to it i think we took like took a couple of attempts for us and by by second attempt i was just like I'm like how are we going to do this because we we're just literally laying out the, the main structure of the song <laughs> we walks in from the 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 recording his booth and walks in is like uh do you want to take some suggestions and we were like yeah please teach us, <laughs> please teach us. <laughs> but, but we were all worried and uh, Wade walks in and he's like oh I'm not worried Are we were all worried? like Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were worried he wasn't so that was yeah that was a big boost for sure because yeah. uh, for most yeah. of us uh, I guess it was the first time experience of recording in a studio because up until then, I think we did a lot of home recordings and stuff like that, where we record, where we would even a lot, focus not both even on a little bit, maybe a oh, little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, and it was mostly like looking both into the music aspect of playing music as well as recording music, which is, yeah, which is very tricky. But back there, uh, I mean, everyone was so supportive that uh, just uh, boosted yeah. us and uh, like made us really confident by the time we went to our second take on recording the scratch. So. Yeah, it was a really awesome experience for all of us. Like, because Dave Deep was not only playing the rhythmic part, the, the guitar, he was also going to do the leads. We had to literally calculate, like, these are the number of bars that we have to keep open and stuff like that. It's not going to be any, like, you know, later on for, for, for a home, like a, like a bedroom studio-based recording, it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever number of bars, we're going to comp- compose something and play over it. We had to literally, like, take, like, this is, gonna, this is what's going to be. Right. This, this is the pocket where you're going to play at. So it was awesome. And let's not forget, Wade, you did a really, like, added not just the piano, but also the tambourine part, because that's... When oh, did, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, that did uh, add a like, different element. Another, 
Like yeah, yeah, right. for sure, yeah. Yeah, I think I also for sure, like not tuning my horn, but I'll never forget though. Whenever we did play it back, and the piano parts were in the on the chorus, when that piano part comes in, it just added like something completely different yeah. to it. It was, Absolutely. it was, right. and that's when like the U2 vibes or whatever came in for me first. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, you know, I just, I don't know. It was a, thank yeah. you so much. First of all, thank you guys so much for allowing me to just throw things on, <laughs> on your song. Uh, but I went into this project, not necessarily wanting to do that. I just, I saw myself as if anything was needed, um, I would fill in or if you guys had any questions or suggestions or anything and you needed me to do something, I would do it. And uh, that's what happened. And you guys were so gracious to allow me to be a part of that. So thank you so much. I think it made for an incredible track. Um, so yeah, folks. So as always, stick to the end of this episode and we will play Doc Ticket, uh, the Mutineers of Alabama's, their submission to the project in its entirety. And you get to experience it uh, like we have. So uh, yeah, go ahead and enjoy that. Hey, this is Shy Oak with the Mutineers of Alabama. Here's our song, Doc Ticket. Enjoy. Alabama Gas station 
That's part one of my conversation with the Mutineers of Alabama, the first artist on the show from Higher Ground Society's flagship project, Patchwork Symphony. The episode featured music created by Jasmine Garfield of Artistic Intelligence in Birmingham and Alex Horn, also of Birmingham. Thanks again to the Alabama Humanities Alliance for their continued support of the Higher Ground Society podcast. Check out the great work that they're doing across the state at alabamahumanities.org. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to be notified for part two of my chat with the Mutineers and other Patchwork Symphony artists. I promise you, you don't want to miss it. Until next time, be easy. (laughs) 